Hello and welcome to Grapefruit League Town, my journey through Mets spring training, with me, Jeff Heisen. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on the first full episode of Grapefruit League Town, and as I said in the trailer, this is a spin-off of National League Town, the podcast that I do with Greg Prince. I'm in Florida for a month, I'm going to be going to some games, and I want to talk about it with you, so it's called Grapefruit League Town. Today, the Mets played Washington at the Cacti Park of the Palm Beaches, and let's start right there. Cacti Park, this is in Arizona. There are palm trees in Florida, not cacti, but cacti is the name of an alcoholic drink in a can, and they bought the naming rights, so that's what the ballpark is called. The Mets played Washington today. I got there early. I usually get there early because I love the atmosphere. I love walking around. And as I walked around, I saw Screech, the Nationals mascot. Screech is a lame mascot. And I've said this before. I've said that Screech is the worst mascot in all of baseball, as opposed to Mr. Met, which is the best mascot in all of sports. I will not argue about this. But I saw Screech. I saw its handler. And I wanted to be friendly. So I said, can I take a picture? And the handler said, he, and I didn't know it was a he. I don't know its pronouns. He will cover up your hat and your shirt. I said, fine. I will try not to give Screech the finger if it doesn't give me the beak. I picked the best one and I posted it on threads. Threads at the National League Town Threads account. That's the one I used. And that's one I will be using to post pictures to share with you about my adventures during spring training. Go to Threads and look for National League Town, and you will see my pictures under the National League Town account, including this one with Screech. Thank you, Screech. I know I've called you lame. I will still call you lame, but you were very professional, and thanks to you and your handler. Then I saw two of the presidents. You know, those the presidents from that monstrosity that the Nationals do between innings, the president's race. The president's race is just a lame ripoff of the sausage race in Milwaukee, which is great. If you ever go to a game with me at Nationals Park, I will avert my eyes so they do not see the monstrosity that is the president's race. And if you're asking yourself, this is how he starts his first solo podcast, Grapefruit League Town, he spends the first few minutes discussing mascots, let me introduce myself. My name is Jeff Heisen. Baseball is not my favorite sport. Mets baseball is my favorite sport. And there is no detail too small when it comes to the Mets as far as I'm concerned. As for the game itself on this beautiful day in West Palm Beach, it's the first week of spring training. And in the late innings, you get Wyatt Young facing Mitchell Parker. And you have to ask yourself, which one's the Mets? It's Wyatt Young, by the way. The PA announcer gave up trying to tell us who the players were. I knew most of them, and I think I know a lot about the Mets minor leagues, but I didn't know everybody. There were people around me who didn't know who Max Cranick was. I did know who he was, and I was able to explain to them that Max Cranick was claimed off waivers from the Pirates in January. He had Tommy John in 2022. And he pitched a few games for the Pirates last year. David Stearns must have seen something. And with the Senga injury, he's competing for a job in the rotation. He pitched two good innings. He did look good. 
But as smart fans, we know to take spring training results with a grain of salt. We root for the Mets. We root for the players. We hope that it goes well because we're fans. But we understand that it's just spring training. And Tim Britton wrote about that on Monday in The Athletic when he said anyone in baseball will offer that spring is the worst time for player evaluations. And then he quoted David Stearns, the Mets president of baseball operations, who said, we all know it's a dangerous time to evaluate anything in spring training, so we try to anchor our opinions at the front end of this thing. To the extent we are changing our opinions, we need to force ourselves to have a reason. Any changes in evaluation are unlikely to come from actual game performance because we all know how volatile that can be in spring training. Having said that, Kranich looked good today. Tyler Stewart, one of the Mets' top prospects, came in. Big prospect, big guy. He's 6'9". He pitched two shutout innings. Trace Thompson hit a grand slam. He had five RBI today. Good job today by Trace Thompson. Zach Short came in. He's supposed to be a good fielder. He played third base. He turned a great double play. He looked good in the field. So the Mets won today 6-3 over Washington at Cacti Park of the Palm Beaches. And now for today's commentary. Did you watch today's game? Did you listen to today's game? I know that you didn't because today's game was not available for any Mets fan to watch or listen to. It's the only exhibition game this season that will not be available for you to watch or listen to, and that's good. But it shouldn't happen at all. And the reason for that is that the other teams that the Mets play carry more games than the Mets do. And before I continue, some of you may be thinking, who cares? It's spring training. It doesn't matter. The games don't matter. We forget about the results as soon as the game is over. And that's true. Except I want to see the game. I want to hear the game. People are wearing Mets uniforms and playing baseball. It won't matter as of March 28th, but I want to hear how the players are doing. And it's better than not having it. The other teams understand this. The Mets do not. The Astros, the Cardinals, and even the Marlins carry every spring game. I'm just talking about the teams in the Mets East Coast cluster, but the Mariners do this as well. So do the Brewers. I'm sure other teams do it, but the Mets do not. The Mets confine their spring broadcasts to the traditional TV and radio models of WPIX, SNY, and WCBS. And by the way, WCBS doesn't care about the Mets. That was a terrible deal by Jeffy Wilpon because he couldn't get the Mets on WFAN. And the company that owns WCBS also owns WFAN, so it felt like second best, and FAN promised him some extra exposure on WFAN, which he thought was the be-all and end-all, instead of putting the Mets on a station which carries sports, or at least what they had before, WOR, which had that great pre-pre-game show with Pete McCarthy, which I really liked, and then the post-post-game show, which had call-ins with Pete McCarthy. I miss those shows. WCBS only airs the bare minimum number of Mets games, and they can't wait to get out of the game so they can get back to what they're doing best, which is the news. They're not a sports station. That was a terrible move by Jeffy Wilpon, and I hope that Steve Cohn rectifies this as soon as that deal is finished. But for now, the only outlets for Mets spring games are the traditional ones, SNY slash WPIX, 
and WCBS. Look at what the Marlins are doing. And I can't believe I'm comparing this to the Marlins. The Marlins have two fans, but look what they do for those two fans. Every spring game is available to watch or listen to. If it's not on traditional TV or radio, they put it on the internet. The Cardinals do that too. The Astros do that too. Some of the games are available to watch only on MLB.com. That's the way to do it. Why can't the Mets do it? And if you're worried about Howie, and I agree, if Howie had to call any more Mets spring training games, his head would explode. It doesn't have to be Howie, Keith Rad. They have a backup guy, Pete McCarthy. Utilize him. Use the AAA announcers. Let's hear what they sound like. Most of these players are minor leaguers anyway in spring games, at least for the first half of spring training. Get the minor league announcers from AAA and AA. The Florida State League announcers are here. Use anybody. Use Mr. Met. I don't know if his fingers can hold a pen or a pencil, but if they can, then he can write it down and somebody else can read it. And then we can find out, did Tyler McGill pitch a 1-2-3 inning? We want to know that information because we know that Tyler McGill, at some point in the season, will be in the rotation. How does Vientos look? How does Beatty look? That's what we want to know. We should be able to find out in real time from a Mets broadcast, even if it's just over the internet. I began this discussion by telling you that this was the only spring game that you could not watch or listen to. But for many of the others, you will have to find out how the Mets are doing by listening to other teams' announcers. And we shouldn't have to hear that because they're, they're not concerned about the Mets. We are. The Mets should be providing this information directly to us by broadcasting every spring game, either on TV radio, or the internet. And Steve Cohn needs to get on this as soon as possible. And before we finish, a new feature on Grapefruit League Town. Of course, it's a new feature. It's the first episode, the ballpark song of the day, a song that I heard today at the ballpark that caught my ear. And today's song is Take On Me, the synth pop classic from 1985 by Aha, a band from Norway. Washington plays it during the seventh inning stretch. They brought it to spring training, and good for them for doing so. It was the walk-up song for Michael Morse, and it stayed even after he left. I hate that I associate such a great song with such a trash team, but at least they showed good taste here by playing Take On Me. And a line from the song that you probably didn't even know was in the song. We're talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. And that's how I feel about Grapefruit League Town, because I'm not talking to anyone but you. This is different from National League Town, where I'm with Greg. And the other podcast that I'm part of, Tom Myers vs. the Rest of the World, which is a political podcast with comedians, and there are four or five of us. Here, it's just me, and I'm figuring out what to say. But I hope you liked it, and I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Grapefruit League Town. Thank you for listening. You can write to the show at the National League Town Gmail address, nationalleaguetown at gmail.com. And I will be back tomorrow. I'm making the long drive. It's about an hour to Port St. Lucie to watch the Mets play the Marlins. So until then, I'm Jeff Heisen. And as always, let's go Mets. Copyright 2024 music provided by the Royal Arctic Institute. Check them out on Spotify.